Hashtag Vegas knows. You know who else knows? You know who knows a thing or two about covering the second best team against the spread. Technically the first best team against the spread. That's the New York football Giants. 12-4 and four against the number this season. The only team better against the number, the Cincinnati Bengals. And the Detroit Lions, who finished 11-5. and five. We're right there. But uh, going to be a good one, guys. Seven and a half point spread tomorrow. The Giants, obviously, dogs. Philadelphia with the bye. Last time we saw Jalen Hurts, it was week 18. No design quarterback runs in that game. Barely pushing the ball down the field. Eagles still won. Jalen probably would have won MVP if he stays healthy. I don't know, man. Mahomes, the numbers that he put up this year were ridiculous. But what Jalen was doing with his legs, too, probably wins MVP if he plays those final yeah. couple games other than week 18. What are you doing in this one? I've talked myself into New York. You already know. I'll let you guys go first here. Whoever wants it. Giants <sighs> plus seven and a half. Total 48. Giants on the money line. Plus 275. Eagles minus 350. All right. So I have to be honest about this one, guys. I'm extremely, extremely conflicted. The questions in my head. Number one, can the Giants make this ugly? Yeah. Can they run the ball? What version of this Eagles run defense are we going to see? That's facts. Like, Eagles are middle of the pack in terms of rush defense this year. But the first three, four weeks of the year outside of that Lions game, they're giving up 60 yards on the ground total, 70 yards on the ground total, 71. And then all of a sudden, they just, and yes, Jordan Davis goes down with a high ankle sprain, but... They're giving up 134 to the Cowboys, 144 to the Steelers, 143 to the Texans. And listen, like 157 to the Bears, a very one-dimensional offense. So, okay, so what version of that team am I getting? When Linvale Joseph is healthy and on the field, the Eagles are allowing just 3.6 yards per carry. When he's on the field, or when he's off the field, excuse me, they're averaging, other opposing teams are averaging five yards per carry. That's a big question mark there. What's happening? Jordan Davis, he's only going to get like 15 to 20% of the snaps because he's a rookie and they've got other guys like Fletcher Cox out there that they want to give more reps to and he's kind of waiting in the wings and he's coming back from injury. He's averaged Jordan Davis 11.6 snaps per game since the injury. Mm -hmm. And he was getting 35% of the snaps pre-injury and he's actually trending downward in terms of what he's doing so I'm concerned about that folks which version of the Eagles run defense are we going to get if we get the good one then the Eagles are probably going to roll if we get the bad one then the the Giants are going to keep this thing close because Saquon Barkley and Danny Jones are going to be able to do the damn thing and number two Jalen Hurts how mobile is he is he going to be able to – are they going to design runs for him? Is he just going to be a scrambling quarterback? Is he going to try to stay in the pocket? All of those things on top of, you know, Wink Martindale trying to scheme to make him uncomfortable, I think trends in the sides of the Giants. But also, he's so dynamic if fully healthy or healthy enough, he could shred this team and make them look so, so stupid. So this just feels like a game where – I don't really love anything but the math, right? Like the seven and a half makes me feel better, but also more worried considering that like, why hasn't that line moved to seven? Why have we not gotten that? Everybody's on the Giants. Yeah, and I, I it's going to be interesting because I think tomorrow we either go to seven or we go to eight. And I think that that tells you obviously who, who the side should be, right? Yeah. Or maybe it I does stay at seven and a half, but I agree with what you're saying. Yeah, so listen, in terms of props really quickly, Giants give up a ton of yards, and they did this last week, giving up yards to tight ends because they want to stop the elite receivers, target Dallas Goddard, uh, target his receptions, his yardage. I also really like Jake Elliott because 
I don't know necessarily if Jalen is himself, and if he's not, and that mobility is an issue, red zone offense will be an issue, and Jake Elliott will have more field goals. So over one and a half field goals for for Jake. But you guys can – I haven't made a bet here. I need – Nothing in this one? I haven't – I mean, I like the seven and a half, but I am, I am very nervous. Yeah, it's seven and a half. I like the Giants, and it could be the wrong side. It's six and a half. It'd probably be a different story. Or maybe you do use the Eagles as a teaser leg with something else. I did the Moneyline Parlay where I played the Eagles with the Bills, but I do think the Giants could cover the number. I think the Giants are live in this game, but they I'm are. a Daniel Jones believer. I love Brian Dable. I always have. I like Mike Kafka a lot, and I just like the Giants. I know that like Eli's not there anymore, but if you go back to 2007, Eight and one is playoff underdogs, and yeah. they're really good on the road. We know. I think they're going to be able to score some points because of what we talked about really all season long. The Eagles, at times, they could stop the run. You can get them on the ground, though. They're not going to give up the explosive pass, but you could kind of dink and dunk down the field. You could hit those plays, those passing, uh, pr- those passing yards, one to nine yards down the field, and that's what Daniel Jones does. Yeah. He's not Justin Herbert. He's not pushing the ball fifty yards down the Which field. Which is why I love uh, Darius Slayton catches three and a half. No, I, I, I like that too. I like Slayton a lot tomorrow as well. I think they're going to work him. I think he's going to move around a little bit, work him out of the slot. He'll be on the outside. Hell, you could line him up in the backfield a couple times. Yep. I think that they're going to have to switch some things up, though. Probably still hit him with the short passes. I still think Daniel Jones, a lot of quarterback design runs. The Eagles struggle to defend quarterback's legs. But I don't think you could do anything with play action. And that's all Daniel Jones really uses. 35% of his dropbacks yeah. play action. But the Eagles, number one in the league, defending play action passes. So I think it's just going to be a lot of dinking and dunking. Again, you go back to week nine. Since week nine, Daniel Jones is a top 10 quarterback in the league. And it's against, since week nine, the toughest opposing schedule of defenses. So it's not like he's just doing this a bunch against a bunch of cupcakes. Jalen, two weeks, like you said, to heal that shoulder. We don't know how healthy he's going to be. Week 18, that was his lowest air yards attempted since week one when he didn't really push the ball down the field. No quarterback design runs. But if he is healthy, probably a bad matchup for the Giants defense, even though they are healthier. They've gotten better on the defensive line, but they can't stop. It's the difference. They can't stop the play action. No. And Jalen is one of the top quarterbacks in the league using it. A.J. Brown could have a huge game. We know they could run the ball. It's going to be interesting to see what kind of adjustments Wink makes here because I don't know that you could just blitz the hell out of Jalen. No. All game long. The matchup I'm interested in, too, is Dexter Lawrence versus uh, Jason Kelsey. Like, how is that going to work? Yeah. I love Dexter Lawrence. Me too. He's a beast. That's going to be, I mean, this is, I think this is going to be, if you would have told me a couple months ago that I was going to be this excited for this matchup, we were going to get this matchup in the playoffs and I was going to be this excited. I mean, I don't know, man. There's just a lot here. Peach, what do you, I mean, help me. Oh. Help us. Oh, tell me more. No, one last one. Dallas Goddard props. Yes. Yeah, Giants 24th in the league defending the tight end position. But that's all I got. Uh, what do you got, PJ? I uh, So I'm with Trista. I really don't have a thought on the side in this game. The Giants, to me, are like the NFC version of the Ravens. They're so good on the road in the playoffs. They just find ways to keep it ugly, and they hang around, and they're great in these spots. So I kind of lean that way. I'm just going to sit back and hit the game live, and I'm going to get a good number one way or the other, and that's how I'm going to play it. I kind of lean the under in this matchup, a stat that I thought was interesting. The last 20 years in playoff games between a one seed and a six seed, under is 17 and five in those games, which I think is telling. So I think we could get another under. Uh, Ryan said he likes Goddard. I like that. I like Devontae Smith. Wink Martindale came out in his press conference today, and he was talking about how A.J. Brown is like this modern Eagles version of T.O., when Wink always praises a receiver, he takes him away. So Ryan remembers like Devontae Adams when the Ravens played them last year. He literally the entire game stacked two guys on Devontae wow. Adams and would not let him do anything. 
So I think Devontae Smith, this is going to be a monster game for him. Listen to Devontae's last four games to end the regular season. He had five catches for 126, eight catches for 113, nine catches for 115, and seven catches for 67. His receiving yards are 64 and a half. Yeah, would you take the under on A.J. Brown, too, at 70 I, I and a half? I, I just would. put that into my bet slip. I, I would. One of my little note sheet I, for I'd all my bets under. as well. I'd take under A.J. over Devontae and Goddard. Yeah, Wink's going to take away A.J. What do you guys think about the Miles Sanders angle? Going when, over. Yeah, I like rushing it, too. Yards. Best offensive line in football. Yeah, and he had, and what? he had 144 rushing yards, two touchdowns against the Giants last time. Obviously, that was... Jalen Hurts fully healthy and, and dynamic. Yeah, I thought actually if Minnesota would have ran the ball a little bit more last week, they probably could have won that game. That's the least efficient running offense in the league. Delvin Cook doesn't look very good, and still they were able to move the ball since week yeah. nine. The Giants actually the worst run defense. And what's crazy about that, they haven't even seen a top 15 rushing offense. So this is going to be the best rushing offense they've seen since the last time they saw the Giant, uh, the Eagles. So I like Miles Sanders. I think he has at least 75 rushing yards. Yeah. The problem is they just have so many weapons. Like if Jalen's healthy, he's going to use his legs. It could be Gainwell. His rushing props, 20 yards. But the problem with one of those is, like, how many touches are they going to get? I like J- uh, Jalen Hurts' rushing attempts, even when he was only playing a half against the Giants last week. He had nine, and his is eight and a half at rushing attempts right now. So I like that. Minus 140. Over eight and a half? Yeah, over eight and a half rushing attempts for Jalen Hurts. Just even if he's scrambling. Yeah, I don't hate that at all. Okay, take a little break. We got some more games to preview. We'll hit on this Cincinnati-Buffalo game. No line movement still. I'm wondering if we're going to get to six. I saw Patrick Everson, our Vegas insider, just tweeted a couple hours ago. He thinks it's possible, but then he thinks there will be a really sharp play on Cincinnati. It'll be interesting to see. I already played at minus 126. It, uh, you got the Bengals plus yeah. six? Yeah, I'm going to probably middle, though. Total 48. We'll talk about that game next. 